Ciao. I'm in Italy and super excited to record this video. We've got an American athlete, Jennifer, over here in Trento doing the World's TT. I had an athlete just finish Alpenbrevet in Switzerland. Ridiculous climbing day, way more than what I did the other week, if you saw that YouTube video. And I had somebody make a, or we, the community, had somebody make a comment in the Discord talking about next season. What do you do now that the season's over? And we've talked about this before, but I really like the way that he asked the question because it came out into four parts. So in this video, we're going to talk about, should you go do some long gravel in October? Is that time well spent? What about some extra endurance time? Is that worthwhile? What about some high intensity? Is it even worth doing high intensity if you're not going to use it for a race? And I think that's a really good question. And then what about losing weight? When should you do that? And that's something that I definitely went through. If you don't know my story in cycling, that's how I got into cycling. I was 35 pounds overweight and just needed to get moving. So I'm going to read through this athlete's question and then we'll dive into this. And please comment below on your thoughts of what you would recommend to him. Even better, join the Discord and get into the conversations that are going on there. I think it's really valuable. I've definitely learned a ton from athletes all over the world. It's really cool. So this athlete said, I could use some advice on where to take my training at this point in my second season. So that is a huge note, right? Second season, this guy is super new, which is great. Trajectory is going up. I initially built towards a 40K TT in May, then did tons of unstructured Z2, about 60 to 70 hours a month. Only high intensity was a weekly group ride. I'm loving it. I was building for a 12-hour event in mid-August. So number one, now I have a couple more 100 to 200-mile gravel races I could do early to mid-October, but I'm on the fence about those. Number two, we've got about two months left until winter here, at which point I'll shift primarily to lifting. I don't know what to do until then, though. Is there a point to high intensity this late in the season when I've already neglected it for so long? I honestly don't think this is a bad thing. Number three, can continuing Z2 now still benefit me for next season? If you've been watching this channel, you know what my adamant response to that will be. Number four, also considering using this time to lose some weight without worrying too much about specific training. Or maybe I start the gym early. Too long, didn't read. How can I effectively use post-race but pre-winter months? Fantastic question. One thing we always want to consider are what are his strengths and weaknesses and how do those affect where he's going into next season? You know, I think a good follow-up question would be, what are your goals for next year? What are you trying to build towards? I don't, we can still give some general recommendations, but those would have some effect. And how would it play into this? You know, if this is a huge, naturally anaerobically gifted athlete, when he's talking about high intensity intervals, I wouldn't be doing anaerobic work now. I would continue to work on the aerobic stuff because this is an aerobic sport. He's naturally gifted anaerobic uh, efforts and he's still so new. He has so much room to grow aerobically. Now, on the other side, we'll talk about what if he isn't an anaerobic athlete. And when I say anaerobic athlete, you know, you can figure that out by how do you do with hard surges? What is your FRC and WKO? What's the hard parts of the hard rides for you to understand if you have enough anaerobic power or not? And I'll post the anaerobic capacity blog. It explains a lot of that because more is not always better. So number one, these 100 to 200 mile gravel rides, 
I would say, yes, do them. Number one, is it going to be fun? Then go do it. This is the time of year if you're a road cyclist to go have fun. You're going to go do this long gravel ride. There's no negative to doing that. Have this one-off day on the weekend and long rides are gold. They will make you a better cyclist. And if you're doing a really long race like that, I say go for it. Now, if you're having to drive 10 hours to do it and it's become this big production to get to it and it sounds more stressful to you, then don't do it. Just that one is easy. Do you want to do it? Yes or no? Go for it. Number two, having the two months until winter, should he do the high intensity? The one thing that you could do now, since you have this fitness from the race season and you have two months and you want to do some high intensity use KOMs. You are not going to go harder on your own personal intervals than chasing KOMs and go, and you can even turn these into workouts. Like you can, a five by five VO2 max workout doesn't have to always be strictly five minutes on three minutes rest, five minutes on look on Strava, find five, four to eight minute KOMs and go for those. Like The time and the duration does not always have to be exact. Look at the overall time over the session. That's another metric that you can use. But we're so cued into everything having to be so precise. And that's just not the case if you're trying to get faster. Um, All the little details 100% matter, but overthinking it does not make you faster. So use some KOMs. It's also super fun. It doesn't feel like doing intervals. I use this time. If you follow me on Strava, I was going before I went to Italy on a big KOM stretch, just trying to get a ton of them. And I use it because it helps me mentally cue into how hard you really have to go if you want to go super deep. And riding above threshold is not fun for me at doing just intervals. So this is a great time to go hard. If you are not an anaerobic athlete, this is a great time to train it, I believe, because tuning up for a race I is different than changing your physiology to produce more watts through the glycolytic system. In order to do that, you need to train it. You don't need to do it all the time, but a workout here, a workout there, a workout here until race season. And that's when you really hit it. Because if you struggle with surges and you struggle with anaerobic capacity, putting out high power time and time again, late in the race, you need to do something to try and shift your natural physiology. Just giving yourself three weeks before a race, I don't believe really does that. And the reason I say that, this is completely anecdotal. When I really started working on one minute efforts, 90 second efforts, two minute efforts, it finally clicked how deep I could go as an athlete. Once I realized I just didn't mentally know how to go super hard, I kind of unlocked that I actually had a lot of anaerobic power and shifted my training back to more over-unders, more lactate clearance work because I had enough to cover the surges. Now it was how do I last longer in really long gravel races and also have big kicks of power at the end of a hundred mile road race. Cause my biggest goals were amateur nationals and things like gravel worlds address the fact that I didn't know how to go super hard, find those Watts, create those Watts. And now I don't want to produce more power anaerobically. I want to become more aerobic. Number three, endurance can continuing Z2 now still benefit me for next season. I've trained over 150,000 miles and I'm still riding endurance. You should be doing endurance miles 
all of the time. This should never stop. And I would yell that, put it in big caps, never stop riding endurance. If you don't know the massive benefits from riding endurance, from helping your VO2 max to helping you on a cellular level, to helping you later in a race, to clearing lactate, everything, watch the Why Ride Endurance video that I created earlier. He's so new to cycling, going into his second season. Just please don't stop. You are so, so new. You will continue to get better no matter what you do. But if you ride endurance, that will set you up extremely well for down the road. And then number four, should he lose some weight or start the gym early? Lose the weight. I would say go have fun. Do these KOM rides. Ride hard. Have fun. Do the gravel races. Like Keep it fun. And then in November and December, focus on weight loss because those are the two most brutal months in the U.S. where athletes have to deal with Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve, parties, holiday parties. You know, work kind of slows a little bit for some people. Focus on losing the weight, but the even better one is focus on making lifelong changes, not just losing weight. Change bad habits. That will pay off. You will look back in five years and be so happy that you started making those changes. And then a couple other tips, you know, or thoughts, yearly hours, you know, we're only looking at a two month window here, but if he was doing 60 to seven hour, 70 hours of Z2, can he do 80? Just adding two hours a week, two and a half hours a week. Um, and then at the same time, we're only talking about two months. Don't overthink it. Whatever you, this athlete decides to go do, as long as he hits the volume, he's not going to break anything. He could go and do anaerobic intervals for the next six weeks. He'll probably be pretty tired and might just get a little smoke from it. And that's my biggest caution. Don't overfocus on structure because guess what? You're going to go in. It's going to be winter soon. You're going to have to ride the trainer or you should ride the trainer at least five hours a week and go in the gym and lift. And then it's going to be time to get ready for race season where you need to buckle down and do intervals. If you're doing intervals, smashing your head against the trainer because it's winter, and then it's time to get ready for race season. I promise you, there are many athletes that I've talked to who get to April and they're like, I'm kind of tired of this because they didn't have the fun. They didn't let themselves go. Like, Hey, I'm end of one. I'm off the bike for three weeks and I'm sweating it this much. Not at all. This is a great break for me. I'm going to miss the bike in a, probably about a week, but I'm lifting here. I'm walking a ton. I'm doing different things. My body is just hitting a mega reset. I'm going to come back. I have October, November, and December to do a lot of base miles. And who knows if I feel okay on the bike, maybe I'll have some fun and go for some super crazy long rides in October, but I don't know how I'll feel after three weeks off the bike. I've never been off that long while still staying, staying relatively fit. So End of the video, don't overfocus on structure, have fun, do what feels good. What you do each week changes what happens in the next week. If you can't afford a coach, get a training buddy. Talk to your friend about all these points in this video and tease out and like learn how you change over time. And don't forget to like this video, please subscribe, share it with a friend. We greatly appreciate all those things that you guys do for us. It helps the algorithms. It helps us a ton. Good luck with your training. Everybody, what other comments would you give to this athlete? We'll post them in the Discord. And I'll talk to you soon. See ya.